Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another Arse Blog Arse Cast. Coming up on this show, your thoughts about Mikhail Silvestre. In there as well, the man in the bar with the player history and the usual bits and pieces. All to come, stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another Ars Blog Arscast on arsblog.oleole.com. The new season has begun. Three points are in the bag, uh, but there's plenty to talk about. We discuss the signing that's got everybody talking. Uh, we'll get some of your reactions on that as well. That's uh, the signing of Mikhail Silvestre from Manchester United. Uh, we'll be looking back on the West Brom game, that's it, and looking ahead to the Fulham game. Uh, and we'll have the man in the bar, we've got some news, and we'll have a contribution from Sylvester himself. He'll be along later on, on the show. So, to kick off, uh, three points against West Brom at the weekend, and you can't really ask for more from a start to the season. Perhaps the performance might have been a bit better, but let's not be picky. Uh, we were missing some players, our squad is weak and light, as we know. So let's look on the uh, positive side of things. And one of the most positive things from last weekend was Samir Nasri. A very, very good debut. A goal after just four minutes, uh, which is fantastic. That won't be something that dwells on his mind or becomes a cross for him to bear, the fact that he hasn't scored yet. Uh, and uh, while I don't want to get too carried away with the hype, because I think that's something that ruins football at the moment. A guy has one or two or three good games, and all of a sudden he's uh, the best player in the world. And long-term, you discover, you know, he's, not, he's actually a bit crap. But uh, Nasri looked very, very good, I thought. Uh, good on the ball, likes to have a shot at goal. And while I think, uh, you know, it's wrong to make comparisons with Robert Perez or Mark Overmars, he's certainly more Perezy and Overmarsy than he is Hlebi, which I think we can all agree is quite an improvement. Um, Emmanuel Abue started in central midfield, and if there was ever, ever uh, proof that we are short in that area of the pitch, it's the fact that Emmanuel Abue started in there. Now, fair play to him. He did well. He had a reasonable game. Uh, he didn't get involved in too much histrionics, but let's face it, Abue is a right-back playing out of position at right midfield, so he's an out-of-position right midfielder playing more out of position in central midfield. And really, for a club like Arsenal who want to win things, having Emmanuel Abue as your central midfielder is not the solution, not the best way to go about it. So well done to Abue uh, for his performance against West Brom, but long term, he can't stay there. It just cannot happen. Uh, a clean sheet. We had a clean sheet. We can't argue with that. Uh, we had some shots on goal. Uh, an issue with Adi Bayor. Tried a little bit too hard, I suppose, to get himself on the score sheet and at one point having uh, ignored Samir Nasri, who was in a very good position to shoot from the edge of the box, uh, decided to do his little tricky bits and the tricky bits didn't come off and he got booed. 
by a section of the crowd. And uh, I don't think the booing, as I've said in the blog during the week, I don't think the booing was anything to do uh, with the missing the chance or not passing the Nazareth. It was just accumulation of things. Uh, the behavior over the summer, the first home game of the season, the people that weren't there uh, during the Emirates tournament who decided to tell Adi Bayor what they thought of him or what they thought of the way he behaved. And, you know, while long-term booing a guy is not going to do much for his confidence or the team, I don't think it's unfair for fans who have been led up and down a garden path all summer long to let a guy know who's about to sign a brand new deal and earn more money that they didn't approve of what he did. So from that point of view, I've really got no issue with uh, Adi Bayor getting a few boos on Saturday. Once it's over and done with now, the point has been made. Uh, and now it's down to Adi Bayor to, you know, show that he's worth the new contract that we've given him, that he's worth the wage increase that we've given him, etc., etc., etc. So the hard work and the pressure is all on Adi Bayor now. So hopefully uh, he can um, do what he did last season and score 30 goals. I have my doubts, unfortunately. But uh, if he doesn't, well, then hopefully Bentner can get a few and uh, Van Persie can step up and get a few if he doesn't, you know, get injured for months and months at a time. What am I saying? What am I saying? I mean, it's inevitable, isn't it? Uh, Van Persie will get injured at some stage. I mean, if you're going to put money on it now, I, I bet you get really long odds with Paddy Power or one of these guys for Van Persie not to be injured uh, during the course of the season for more than, you know, a month or even a week or two at a time. I must check that out. I wonder, would you get some odds on that? Perhaps putting some money on him would, would jinx it, reverse jinx it, or one of those things, and then he would stay fit. Because if he stays fit, he's a fantastic footballer. But, 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 you see, a bit like Diaby or Rosicki. Uh, and speaking of injury-prone players, uh, the rumors emerged on a Tuesday night about uh, us signing Mikhail Sylvester from Manchester United. And I went, <laughs> oh, ho, ho, what have they done this? They must be so bored. They're making up stupid rumors. Now, Mikhail Sylvester from Manchester, what would we sign him for? But sure enough, we did sign him. And even though everybody's been saying we want uh, an experienced defender in the squad, this isn't quite what we were looking for. And the reaction in general has been, oh, Sylvester. And I think having had a couple of days to think about it, that a lot of the reaction is down to the fact that we're all dying for new signings, right? We're all really excited, and a new signing is something that we should be able to jump up and down and go, yeah, we got we signed a player. I can't believe it. Arsene Wenger bought somebody. It's amazing. We went out and we spent some money on a player. It's brilliant. Uh, you know, no, it's Mikhail Silvestre. How can you get excited about it? Because of his... Association with Manchester United, we've had our run-ins with him in the past, and he's been somebody that, you know, I've never been particularly fond of. So, your first reaction is, oh, God, not this cunt. And then you're like, well, I should be enjoying this because it's a signing. I should enjoy this. And you feel slightly cheated. You're being cheated out of the enjoyment of a signing because we've just signed a cunt. Somebody that headbutted Freddie Youngberg. Somebody that said we needed to learn humility and slagged us off for daring to suggest we might go through a season unbeaten the very season before we went through a season unbeaten. Stick that up your hole, I remember thinking at the time. So trying to get your head around signing somebody like that is not particularly easy. You can look at it, you know, if you can look at it with your head, 
you think experienced defender, decent backup for Clichy, sends Traore out on loan to get the experience that he, he definitely needs, can also play at center half, has been around the block, has been in teams that have won things, no settling in. So those are the things your head is telling you. The other things that your head are telling you is that, well, maybe um, Alex Ferguson wouldn't have let him go to Arsenal if he was, you know, still any good. You don't strengthen your rivals. We wouldn't do it by selling them a player that would make them better. Why would they do the same for us? So that's that thing. And then there's the other thing that really I, I never really thought he was that much good. Always thought he was a bit, you know, average. And there are those that would say, well, maybe he's a bit better than what we've got at the moment. But I'm not sure that he really is, to be honest. He's more experienced. He's more open-mouthed. But I'm not sure he's that much better than uh, than what we've got. And the other part here is going, well, if we really, really wanted to bring in a centre-half, why didn't we go out and get a good one, a really good one? Someone like a Vidic or an Agger. Martin Larison from, from Villa. Someone like that. So if we're sort of half addressing the problem, it's just, you know, scratch, scratching around in the bargain bins again, as I said on the blog. So that's the head part of you talking. The heart part of you goes, oh, this guy that I've, I've not liked for years and years and years is now going to be wearing an Arsenal shirt. And, you know, there is that thing when you're, you're an Arsenal fan or you're a fan of any football club. Stick John Wayne Gacy in an Arsenal shirt and, yeah, well, he's not a bad bloke, really, is he? I know he does that whole thing with clowns and killing kids and, you know, all that, but, you know, really. But this is, it's difficult. It is difficult to bring a guy from a team that you've been rivals with for years, that you've had your run-ins with, that you've disliked, and all of a sudden he puts on an Arsenal shirt and you're like, yeah... It is underwhelming, underwhelming. However, it could turn out to be a, a very good signing, or we might have just signed ourselves a pasted, fish-faced, manked heart cunt. Those are the things that will make themselves clear over the course of the season. Now, I asked you on the blog to uh, phone up. The Arscast hotline was hopping today, uh, or yesterday, rather, with uh, with your calls about the Sylvester uh, signing. Uh, some of them, uh, I haven't used all of them because there were so many. Some of them I haven't been able to use because uh, the quality on them wasn't great, and those were people generally using Skype to call Skype, and, and quality was, was pretty bad. So sorry for those guys, particularly uh, foreign guys, couple from Pakistan and, and Nigeria. Uh, it was just uh, impossible to hear what you were saying when I recorded them. Uh, so apologies for that. Uh, but here's what some of you have been saying about Sylvester. Right. Uh, this is a player from Manchester United. And the initial reaction will be that of disdain, that of uh, anger. Why would we get a, a, a player that doesn't, that's not wanted by Manchester United? Uh, but to be very honest with you, I think you would benefit from Sylvester coming to Arsenal. Why? Because um, half bread is better than none. You're better having half a bread than having none. And if this guy was a 0.75 million guy coming from uh, Bosnia, a lot of people will be more angrier than they are now. So I think we should just accept him. 
Well, the signing of uh, Mikel Sylvester is uh, pretty underwhelming, but I think he can do a job for us, maybe something similar to like Grimondi did for us a few years back. And also, I think the fact that uh, Man City and Sunderland were interested in him, both run by two former Man United players, also is quite encouraging. It's Gigi, Sylvester signing. Um, it's, it's laughable, and it, it seems like we're digging the bottom of the barrel for a defender. Whereas, in my opinion, Wenger should have sought out a defensive midfielder and a central midfielder in the January sales. He should have been looking up who was coming up for contracts and done exactly what AC Milan done to us with Flamini. I'm sorry, I think, I hope we prove wrong, but I don't think this is the answer to our problems. This is the most ridiculous signing from Wenger I've ever heard. Sylvester is probably fifth choice behind Vidic, Ferdinand, O'Shea um, and Wes Brown for the centre-half slot. He was never that good, even when he was free from injury. He was always being castigated by the United fans for being their weak link. He looked hopeless for France. What are we doing? What is wrong with Wenger? He's lost the plot. This is the most ridiculous signing ever. Would we have sold Gilberto Silva to United last year? That's the equivalent. Nonsense. Had enough. Wenger, out. Well, I do not think that uh, the Sylvester signing is a wonderful acquisition, but we sure do need a defender, and that's exactly what Asan Wenger has done. This is Toby from Nigeria. Bye-bye. Hello, Ask Blogger. This is Andy Murray from London with regards to the Sylvester signing. You never know what it's going to turn out like, but what I can't get out of my head is what's happened to Arsene Wenger's over-30s rule and two-year contracts. Didn't we let Messiah Perez go because he was over-30 and wanted two years? Just very strange. This is not anything to do with how Sylvester will play, but what's happened to the Wenger rules on the over-30s? Surely we could have done with Perez for another couple of years. Anyway, <clears throat> onwards and upwards. All the best. My name is Frank. Uh... Arsenal's season to get older. I'd just like to talk about the Silvestri signing. Uh, even though I can understand the logic behind um, signing an experienced player, the thing that really gets to me that they've offered him a 31 year old a two year contract. Yet three years ago, we let Robert, Robert Perez go. He's 30 and he wanted a two year contract and we offered him a one and he went. So I can't, I can't understand the logic because I thought Wenger's, pol- Wenger's policy was not to give anyone over 30 a, uh, a, a, a two-year contract or anything over one. But there you go. Anyway, all the best. Bye. Morning, Blogs. It's Dave from London. I'm uh, just calling about the uh, Sylvester signing. It's all a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, I was hoping that maybe the, the first player to go between the two teams would be at least semi-decent. Or maybe they could have a bouet. That would suit me. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, seems like a right back. I'll be sent Giroud away again. I don't know what that kid's going to have to do to impress the boss. Funny business. Oh, and while I'm here, happy birthday to the mug smasher as it's mine as well. Have a good day. Yes, Ash Blogger, this is Dave from Weymouth in Boston, Massachusetts in the U.S. I'm just calling to say I think this is a fine little move, not a huge one, but we needed that defensive cover in case of injury, which we often get, and this is what it is. It's cheap, no big deal, and I think we're going to get a bit more business later on. Before the 31st, maybe a defensive midfielder, but I have nothing. I have no problem with this. It makes perfect sense to me. It's Johnny calling here from London. Um, certainly a bizarre signing. Uh, really not one I expected at all. Um, I think you're a bit harsh on him in today's post. Never struck me as particularly annoying compared to some of the other Man United players. Um, obviously, Rude van Nistelrooy and Cristiano Ronaldo to name but two. Um, so I don't think he'll have too much to do in terms of winning people over as long as he plays well. Uh, but it's certainly a very strange signing. And, um, well, I really don't know uh, what the club's trying to achieve anymore. Um, I hope you're well. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you. My name's John. I agree with you. I think it's a very, very strange signing. And I don't really understand um, where it's come from, really. Um, I think it displays a lack of ambition at the moment. And although I kind of, if somebody from outside the, the club argues about us being a feeder club, it's looking more and more like that. Where's the ambition? Where's the world-class striker? Where's the village, as you say? Anyway, have a good day. Bye. So there you go. Thank you for all your calls. Not exactly what you would call a universal acclaim regarding this signing. Uh, There were a number of uh, people who made the same point about uh, giving Sylvester a two-year deal uh, at the age of 31, even though when players get over 30, we we offer them uh, one-year deals. I don't think you're going to get a player, whether you want him or not, but whether we want him or not, I don't think you're going to get a player uh, by just offering him uh, a one-year deal. Uh, So I think in order to bring in the player, you're going to have to give him two years. A couple of people mentioned Perez. And the fact that he was 30. Perez was 33 um, when he left the club. So I I don't know that offering him a two-year deal at that time was really the right move for him, to be honest. Or the right move for Arsenal. I think he left at the right time. I don't think I'd like to see uh, Robert Perez dwindling, his powers waning in the Premier League. We got the very best of him. He can still do it in Spain because it's sort of slower paced, it's less physical. And if you do look at the stats, you see Perez uh, very rarely completes 90 minutes for Villarreal. He might do 45, he might do 60 or 70 minutes, but more often than not, uh, he, he's taken off uh, during the games just to sort of rest his, his old legs. And I think Spain suits him, and I think it was the right time for him to move. But I do understand the point that people saying, well, you know, do you have this policy or you don't have this policy? Maybe it's that the policy isn't really quite right, offering players over 30 uh, only a one-year deal. So... 
And maybe he's amending that, but we'll see. So there you go. Nobody particularly excited uh, about the signing of Mikhail Silvestre. Uh, maybe the man in the bar can cheer us up. Uh, hello there, uh, Splunger. There you are again. Uh, I suppose you're looking for a bit of a player history, are you? Well, I have to say this week I haven't really done too much research, you know. Normally I take these old stories off the top of my head. So full of information, I'm like a Bible. Not a Bible? What do you call them? Bibliotech. A technical Bible. A library. That's what it is. But this week my brain is all befuddled and confused and full of woodworm. Which is unusual, given that all me brains made out of brain stuff and not wood, but there you go. Imagine me brain is like a library kind of thing, and the books are in there, and the books are made of wood and not paper. And then you get a better idea of where me head is. You see, I, I'm just a bit disillusioned, you know, that old Mickey Sylvester fella signing for Arsenal. I hate him. When he played for Manchester United, I would enjoy nothing more than sitting in the bar, mocking him at every available opportunity. Ha ha ha, I'd say. Look, there's old Sylvester standing up. Look, he can't even do that well. Ha ha ha, look at the way he's taking a throw in. Ha ha ha, look at him trying to defend. Ha ha ha, look at his great big meek on head. Now all of a sudden he's an Arsenal player. I mean, that fucks with a man's head, you know. I mean, really. What am I supposed to do with all that? Then there was the whole Ebuwe and central midfield thing going on there last weekend, and while I appreciate the fella did a good job for us, it's still Ebuwe in central midfield. I don't know what's going on at all, you know. I suppose maybe I could try player history, couldn't I? Ian Wright, Daisy fella, joined Arsenal from Crystal Palace, scored a whole load of goals for us, so he did, got sent off a few times, held the record until Thierry Henry broke it, then he left, went into the media, and now he's a cunt. The world is full of cunts. Used to be they were cunts after they left your team. Then usually we're getting the cunts pre-made, so to speak. Bringing us right back again to old Mickey Sylvester. Tell you one thing, though. Can't fucking wait for the day when I'm doing his flair history. It's true. So, thank you very much to the man in the bar, and I'm sure he'll be back on next week's Arsecast with a more detailed uh, player history. Uh, maybe just like the rest of us, he's just all a bit in the air. All a bit shook up. In a, not an Elvis style. Did you hear that? Boing. This is a um, piece of metal that I found on my desk. I don't know where it came from. It wasn't here when I left. Because I recorded the first part of this earlier. And then we went out for, for dinner because it was Mug Smasher's birthday. And now there's a perfectly round piece of metal on my desk. Listen to it. What could it be? I wonder who could have left it there, because nobody has been in here. Hmm. It's unlikely that aliens came down and broke into my office and left this round piece of metal. Unless it's got some kind of nefarious purpose. But I doubt it. But I've never seen it before, so how did it get in here? It's all a bit confusing. 
Fantasy football, if you fancy it, the Ars Blog League on oleole.com is Ars Blog Prem, Ars Blog P-R-E-M, and the password is Ars Blog. It's an English Premier League league. I know there have been some issues uh, with regards to the amount of teams that are on display. Uh, I'm so bad at this that my team isn't in the amount of teams that are displayed in the Ars Blog Mini League, but uh, all those problems are going to be solved, and you can see just how bad I am at fantasy football. I've already given up, you know. I just don't care. Transfers this and who's injured. I don't care. I've got enough to worry about with Arsenal every week. I don't give a shit about some guy playing for fucking Everton or Blackburn who's injured. So I can transfer him out for some other fucking cunt. I don't care. So the chances of me winning the Arsenal League are very, very slim indeed. That makes your chance even greater. So that's why you should join. It's oleole.com forward slash fantasy football. And the Arsblog League is an English Premier League league. It's Arsblog Prem, Arsblog P-R-E-M. And the password is Arsblog. Now, as I promised you, uh, we would have a contribution from our latest signing. And, well, here he is. Oh, hello. I did not see you there. It is me, new Arsenal signing Sylvester! I know that many of you are probably not too happy with me joining the Gunners. What with me being a fish face, open mouth cunt from Manchester United? But this is football, you're gonna have to get used to it, sweeties! I'm here to stay, and I'm wearing 18, as well as a very sexy thong! Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to phone. Oh, baby. So there you go. That's Sylvester. If you can't make anything from the footballer, you might as well make the best comedy you can from his name. Looking ahead to the game coming up this weekend uh, against Fulham, uh, surprisingly, uh, uh, Sylvester might might not be involved. Um, Arsene Wenger said, I'm not sure he has a little muscular problem. Start as you mean to go on there. Alex Song is back. Which is, uh, I don't know, see, I don't know what to make a song. I don't really think he's that good of a footballer. But I'm glad he's back. So I think that probably says more about our, our squad in general. You're glad Alex Song is back. So you won't have to play a bue in central midfield. But, not to worry. Samir Nasri could be back and Arsene Wenger... The old sly fox that he is, is talking about bringing in one more player. He says, I can surprise you sometimes as I got in uh, one player who you did not expect. That's Sylvester. And there might still be one more player coming in. People um, asked him about Gareth Barry. And he said, I believe that once somebody cannot play for you in Europe, it devalues the player for the season. It doesn't necessarily stop you from buying the player. And they're all talking about Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry this, Gareth Barry that. He's looking somewhere else. Gareth Barry is the perfect smokescreen for Arsene Wenger to bring in, perhaps, Chabi Alonso? Who can say? 
but it's good to know that he's still working on the uh, on the midfield issue because that really is where we need the signing. Now, before we finish, uh, and it's nearly finished, uh, bad news yesterday was that uh, Arsenal legend Liam Brady was taken to hospital here in Dublin, Ireland. He's the uh, assistant to Giovanni Trapattoni, of course, in the Ireland setup now. And on uh, return from Norway after the uh, 1-1 draw, he complained of feeling unwell and was brought to uh, uh, the coronary unit of Beaumont Hospital here in Dublin. And it appears that uh, Liam has had a heart attack, which is awful. And I really do hope it's uh, not too serious and that he gets well soon because... He is the greatest hero of all time for me, Liam Brady. I don't know quite how to explain it. Not somebody I ever saw play for Arsenal live because I was too young. And, uh, well, I was actually living in England at the time. But, um, yeah, I never saw him play for Arsenal, you know, in person. But he was just my, my hero, always my hero. I remember when he left for Juventus being so absolutely crushed as a small boy. I was crushed. I really was. I couldn't believe he would leave us. I can see why he did now. But back then, it was just heartbreaking stuff. But he's done such a good job with the uh, the youth setup at Arsenal, and I've met him a couple of times, and he's always been an, an absolute gentleman. And I'm sure he has all our best wishes and hopes for a speedy and full recovery. So um, good luck to you, Mr. Liam Brady. So that's really about it for this week. Uh, we've got Fulham tomorrow, as I said, team news. We uh, we don't have Sylvester, or we may have Sylvester. Song is back. Nasri should be in there. Colo should be there as well. So hopefully we can continue the good start to the season. It's a late kickoff. I think it's the quarter past five or half past five kickoff uh, live on Satanta. So that's about it. Uh, for this Arscast, we'll chat to you uh, on the next one and, of course, all next week on the blog. Until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Arsenal Football Club yesterday announced the signing of Robbie Savage from Derby County. He's expected to slot into the halfback defensive midfield role alongside Cesc Fabregas. Fans may be unhappy, but Chairman Peter Hillwood explains. Bringing in Robbie Savage makes the signing of big old Sylvester look quite all right. A book of condolences for the Arsenal we once knew and loved will be open at Highbury tomorrow. 